coming to you from beautiful Santa Barbara, California. Promoting peace, healthy living, and happiness. It's the Peace Podcast with host Barbara Gon Mueller. Hello, I'm Barbara Gon Mueller, and you are in for the ride of your life. I have met Shab. Shab is his nickname. He is called Shehab Alawar. Alawar, what a name. I said, with a name like that, you could have been king. Well, you know, he comes from Lebanon. I don't know if they have a king, but this man has a story. And the story has a beginning and it has a beautiful middle where we are today. He's a Rotarian and you're going to find out so much about this Lebanese man who now owns half of the world and you'll find out what I'm talking about when it comes to global grants. And I'm Barbara Gon Mueller and I'll be your host for the exciting few minutes that we're going to spend with Shab. You know, Shab, I asked him right away, I said, Shab, how did you get to the United States? You were in a civil war in Lebanon, a civil war. How did you get here, Shab? Well, you know, we were in civil war and I got shot. I was actually, you know, if I tell my story, it's, uh, I was like in high school to university type of situation. And, you know, and my past is is different than a lot of high school kids because uh, I used to go to school during the day and to the university after, and then at night I would carry my AK-47 and I go guard the village because it was civil war, and that's what we do. And we were really poor, and I got so involved in the war that. Uh, I lost a brother, and my mother decided I don't want to lose another child. So my mother asked my father, she said, if I have to sleep on the floor and I have to eat only olives for the rest of my life, I want to send my child out of here, my son out of here, because we are invested all our money for his education out of six children. He's the only educated person so far. And he, he is, he could be our savior for the family. So I remember we have one piece of land, the only piece of land in my father and my mother's name. They go to our neighbor and they ask him if they can sell it to him for $5,000. The dollar used to be $3.25 cents for, uh, for three, three lire and 25 uh, for $1. Now it's 33000 so, you know, so you can see the inflation is killing the people in, in back home. So she said, I want you to finish, go and finish your education. And once you finish your education, you look back and you help your brothers and sisters and us and everything else and your community. And she, she was a literate person. My mother never knew how to write or, or read or write. As a matter of fact, when she, when I brought her over here to the United States, she needed to sign some forms, right? And she did not know how to sign. So we showed her how to sign, but she was not signing. She was drawing her name. 
because mm-hmm. she 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 will remember the 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 things you know and this is really bizarre about people who who are illiterate because they have a memory like elephants because that's the only thing they can depend on they cannot depend on no memos and stuff and i discovered that later on in life that about my mother but that's what she my mother is the uh, reason my mother and my father is the reason why I am here, why I'm still alive. Because I got shot at so many times, I got arrested, I got tortured. So, so she said she decided, you know, it's time for my child to get out of here, and to, and that's why I came to the United States. So I came and I got my BS degree uh, in civil engineering, and and then I traveled back home, and I wanted to start working and support my my family and you know i couldn't get uh, any place to to hire me for so i decided i'll come back and do my masters at, at that time so i came back and i stayed you know i got my masters and i stayed and uh, i think that really uh, changed my life and my parents life because i brought them back uh, over here in 1985 and i had them live in one home for over 36 years, I bought the house for them and I had them live and they lived a great life. And I think my mother is probably one of the most um, uh, idle, the best idol in my life because although she was illiterate, but she was able to do a lot to her community. Serve, she was wise. You know uh, the things that she say, the proverbs that she 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 quote, and um, you know one of her proverbs uh, was uh, or her say. She said, "Son, humility is one of the best aspects of life. Look at the nature, the lowest part of the plane." gets the most rain so that's the, the 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 more humble you are the more you can get from people you can you can grab from life because people are full of goodness but it's up to you to polish them and they are a reflection of yourself and become a reflection of yourself she was very wise and uh uh, and I, as I, as I was talking to you uh, about uh, the reason I joined Rotary, I mean, you may, you may have that question next. I don't know uh, if I will. I should you know, go Shab, into it. As I'm listening to you, I'm realizing it's your mother's vision, her vision for you to become educated and to have a different life. I think my parents were the same way. They came from Hungary and they wanted me to be an American so that I could have the privilege of working here and using my brain. And your mother had the most amazing brain because she was illiterate, as you said, but that didn't stop her from getting you to the United States. Her vision was bigger than whatever situation she was in. And here you are today, a Rotarian, a member of the Rotary Action Group for Peace, a man who has gotten more global grants through Rotary, helped more people. You're like you're taking on your mother's wishes for the planet. She wished for you to have a life and you're helping the planetary people, Rotarians, Rotaractors, becoming all they can be. Is that true for you? Well, even when I joined Rotary, 
you know, as I we were talking, chatting, I thought Rotary was a, a car club, you know, because of the of the wheel. Because what's the difference in you know, it's a car, you know, a AAA or 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 Sam's Club or Rotary Club, you know. It's a, but the wheel represented that, and I was in the business of cars. But the minute I knew what Rotary is all about, it brought to me the service that my mother used to give in her community. Somebody will fall, she will take a needle and a thread, just regular needle and a thread, and she'll sew them up. A lady's uh, giving birth, she will uh, go heat the water, make a, make a pile of wood, uh, heat the water, and, and then she takes that, that water, and then she, you know, she, she delivered the baby. You, know, <clears throat> you fall, you break your arm, she will make a form out of, uh, out of uh, uh, wheat, uh, and uh, a flower and some kind of rock that solidify, and then she will put a cast on you. Um, you know, she, she, she would, even though we were so poor, we didn't even have food, she will manage to take a dish of food to a, a neighbor that she was almost disabled and old. So all of that, what I've seen, and, and Milt Levinson is the one who really, made me understand what Rotary is. When I've seen what Rotary is, I looked at that picture, what Rotarians do in the world, is like my mother is doing in the world on her community because she was illiterate and she didn't even know how to write or, 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 or read. She will draw her name when she wants to sign, but she has a vision or, or, or a kindness that was enough to effect and her little community that she lived in and she became like a leader uh -huh. in her own community because she's capable of doing things to her community uh, and they depended on her so and i looked at that and i compared it to rotarians in the world and i see the mother love that rotarians do in the world and if that doesn't establish peace uh, through that kind of love, kind of care, kind of kindness, kind of, uh, you know, beautiful touch. You touch people with your, with your heart, with your, with your, you know, when you give somebody a meal, maybe sometimes we think that, oh yeah, we, we just stopped the hunger. You know what? He probably needed that one meal to take him from point A to point B and become somewhere, or you give them uh, uh, some clothes, or you let them uh, have a shower, or you have a, a public shower, and you give them clothes, and you give that's probably that one step that he couldn't do to become successful or become a worker and, and productive. So it's not the, the little things we do, you know, it's this, the, the big things is, 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 a, is a combination and, and a gathering of small things that we do around the world. And, like my grandfather always says, when you build a great castle, um, every little nail counts. So even the nail is so little and has no value, but it can hold something in that castle. And, and that's- Rotary to a T. If we practice kindness, love, and charity, if you want to call it that, um, and helping people make that first step into the world that they needed right at that moment. And do you think that's because you have your mother's awareness or how does that work for you? Well, 
it's it's the opportunity that comes. Yes, the mother awareness that what it it is in the back of my mind. So because when I knew what Rotary is all about, then I became a soldier of love and peace because I knew that I have an opportunity. This is an opportunity for me to practice what my mother used to practice on a bigger scale. So I knew that this is probably is a lifestyle that probably I will never change. Um, and whenever you get an opportunity, especially an opportunity like this to become a Rotarian mm -hmm. and become a peace messenger, then if you do not take it, then you are really missing a lot. You see, a lot of people say, you know, you thought about the global grants and the money and the big things. You know, a lot of people say, you know what? You and your wife, you've given over $4 million to the foundation. Why don't you sit down and then that's it. It's, uh, it's, it's good enough. And I say, no. Our mission in life is to touch and benefit as many people as possible in our life. And God is giving us more because we, our intention is to give more. And I say, you don't have to be intimidated by what we give because 60 cents will vaccinate a child and save their life. So it is, it is again, my, my grandmother's father say, but also I say it freely. If you cannot give monetarily money, Human being is can give endless amount of love, endless amount of kindness, endless amount of service. So you can do this. So instead of probably you don't have the money. So that's why I, I look for the uh, children or our youth. And I'll say, you know, I, I visit the clubs sometimes and, you know, some guy will stand up and say, I've been in Rotary 60 years, 70 years old. Well, let's say, and I'm gonna just take it as an example. And it's, uh, we, let's say we, you touch a person about 18 or 20 years old. And you know, once in Rotary and you love Rotary, you probably will stay in it for 60 or 70 years. So I take a calculator and I say, I'm gonna be in Rotary for 70 years, times 365 equal times 24 equal. So this is the figure that if we take one young, young person and, and we tell him, you know, show him what Rota is about, and he stays and serves for 60 years, this is how many hours he will be served in Rotary. And, and hit, count that and multiply that by 30,000 Rotaract that we have around the world, right? Well, you are and, known as Mr. Rotaract. You have helped more Rotaractors, and maybe you should tell our audience what a Rotaractor is. Well, Rotaractors are young people who are Rotarian at heart, but they do not have to pay the price the Rotarian do because they can have the, again, the kindness, the power, the, the enthusiasm to serve others. And those Rotaract are young people who are at college, you know, or also they are at com in community 
group. Uh, so you can be Rotor Act from college or now it used to be a program before. Now it's a part of Rotary. It's a part of Rotary, you're right. They're a very big part of Rotary. In fact, you said that at the Houston convention, you got to meet so many of those Rotaractors who you've had part of their lives with. You know, and, and it was amazing because at the beginning of the pandemic, a month into it, um, I look around and I say, I don't hear about the young people. I don't even hear in North America about the Rotarians meeting uh, regularly. Because the, the, the first time they put this uh, moratorium, whatever, I was a speaker actually in Ukraine. Okay. And then I got invited to be a speaker in India. And then I said, okay, let's start forming groups that work online instead of, of working yes. in person. Mm -hmm. And we formed a Rotor Act for Peace. And we did not know how big that's going to become. Because from Rotor Act for Peace, we found out, like in Colombia, the Rotor Act, they because the, the Rotarian are, are more subject to be infected by the disease than, than young people. Young people have higher uh, you know, immunity. So they approached us and they said, okay, you can help us, but we need money to help other people or the, the elder people. And they said, how? They said, we, we can go and put a flag on each door or on the, the balcony on the, this older people uh, house. And if they need anything, they they take the flag and put it in certain place and then we'll stop in there and then we'll we'll ask them what what they Brilliant. need and we'll help Brilliant. Them. right so and they said we they were giving them food they got they were setting appointments for doctors they were bringing them medicine water because they cannot get out so, but these young people so we start helping with money now we start showing them how to do global glass and actually last year when no one in the world done a global grant with Rotor Act. We did four global wow. grants with Rotor Act. And uh, uh, the, uh, the, an example is Colombia and uh, Rossi Berth from Colombia. She used her, she let them use her credentials to log in to Rotor International and post the global grant. And that has been done around the world last year because they couldn't write a global grant. Now they can, That's but bad. before they couldn't. Yes. But, but from that from that one group that we started, now we have <clears throat> at least in the world probably twenty five groups uh, from Rotor Act that they're acting and reacting together. Um, even at Ryla, and we I was in Ukraine to help establish first Ryla about three or four years ago when Mikolai Stabienko was uh, the governor. And uh, we started right over there, international right over. It was small, 25 people. But the second year, uh, but the, 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 the important thing is that that right the, 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 the discussion leaders were from the Peace Corps, 10 Peace Corps. And also the Rotor Act were part of that. So at that time, the, the Rotor Act and the Peace Corps were helping Rilo. Not the Rotarians were one or two Rotarians, but they would come and speak, whatever. 
But the second year when it, when it happened in the pandemic, it was amazing. We decided to put it online. It was amazing to see 740 entries online from around the world. And over 500 people attended the event right, for, for over a week. So, so that's the power of empowering the, the young people because they become the force, not you. They will start driving you to do things because you want to catch up with them. You want to keep up with them. And that's what, what the, the, the investment in our youth, and I see it all over the world. And when you see Houston, I went to Houston, and some of those head of organizations in Rotaract, Interact, and they're there, but those, I've seen them in our meetings. You know, in, in, and then they were bringing, they, the Rotaract put the first peace conference as a Rotaract. And wow. over 500 people attended. Wow. And then they put another peace conference about the music in the world. And I was so, so emotional when I saw some all kind of people from all over the world with all kind of music. One mother from, from Brazil, she was with her three children sitting on a bed and performing for all of us. You know, the, the music and stuff. And you know what? Music also a peace a form of peace because everybody can understand music. Yes. Music is, you know. you know, Shab, when I look at you, I look at a Rotarian who practices what he preaches. You're not just saying the young people need to be in Rotary. You're showing them how they can be in Rotary. And, and it's amazing, the stories that you're telling me. No wonder you got the Humanitarian Award of the Year, because look what you're doing. Look at the things that you are doing to empower others. And I thank you on behalf of Rotary. I thank you for the work that you've been doing. Ashab also is a member of the Rotary Action Group for World Peace, for peace, to make our Rotaries around the world understand that they're part of a peace puzzle that we need today. And my goal as chair of the Rotary Action Group for Peace is to bring every Rotary Club into the power of peace, and that the cornerstone of their Rotary Club should be peace. And I'm going to add, Rotaracts and all of the other young people bring in the youngins because they, they're the ones with the energy, right? Right, right. And their energy will, will you will feel it in your blood because they're next to you. They, they have new ideas. They, they are very well versed. They're very well uh, connected on, on the on the internet, on social. Yeah, I was just going to say they're very savvy so, when it comes to the yeah, Rotary on, online. Yeah. Uh, social media and stuff. Mm -hmm. So they can help you and then you can help them. They're yes. probably not uh, uh, well uh, uh, financed because they're young, they're building their future. But nevertheless, they have so much to offer. And the, the wisdom of the Rotarian and the energy of the Rotaract and the young people, I think it will bring, and the, the women that's been coming into Rotary right now uh, because of uh, our president, Jennifer Jones, and also now another, another president gonna be a woman. So the women 
and the young people, I think they're going to change the face yes. of Rotary. Yes, I hate you to know. say this, but you know what? It's about time. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it takes time, and then we learn from our mistakes. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Sylvia Whitlock I mean, started that movement for women a long time ago. It took her ago. 11 years, Sylvia Whitlock, to get the Duarte Rotary Club in to its official position, they may have to be the ex Duarte Rotary Club because she was a woman. And it was so interesting, but you know what? The future is bright and open with Jennifer Jones and the Sylvia Whitlocks and me chair of the Rotary Action Group for Peace celebrating our 10th anniversary. Did you know that, Chuck? That, yeah, that, that's fabulous, that's fabulous. And, and you know, what also has the pandemic, a lot of people say the pandemic was the, the, the worst, and it was not. I, I will tell you why. So many women had so action groups, they started a couple action groups in the pandemic. And the women in India, they do not have the privilege of traveling alone without their husbands. But this little window <laughs> that opened up for them and it gave them uh, a window to the world and they become so active in Rotary, <laughs> like uh, uh, Nagayoti from India. She become involved with environmental and peace at the same time. So, and we cannot really, they are interwined. Peace and environmental are interwined. And I have a speech about that, that I put together a long time ago. They're interwined, but women, became more empowered by with this pandemic because they can go online they can go on on this tv alone without their husbands zoom see, is their friend yes and and, and 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 then i met so many women that i didn't even know you know one time uh, we had like the first off of each one uh -huh. and there was one from from uh, that became governor is from from india Sylvia Whitlock, Jennifer Jones, and somebody, somebody else. And all these women, they were first, first, first in Rotary. And I would, we wouldn't have known that unless it was in the pandemic and then people start knowing each other more. So I would say, we, as Rotarian, if you have Rotary in your heart, you will find a way to serve. Absolutely. And we, we have known more people in in the pandemic more than we have traveled around the world when we went to uh, to, to houston and i say it and i apologize for that when i say it for people who would come to us and give us a hug and tell us thank you for what you're doing you know i've been this i've seen that and i say you're welcome but in actuality some of them i did not even know of course I not, am, because I, you're so yeah. You're like Mr. You're like Mr. Um, Zoom of Rotary because everybody knows you, Shab. In fact, when I went on Google to do your name, you were right there in the list of sh people who were important with your first name. And then when I got to your last name, Elowar, you were the only one. And it's like a Google search shows me the power of Rotary. The Google search shows me the power of what one person can do. And that's what I got. Now you're listening to Rotary um, Rotarian Shehab Alawar. Now you know that if he can do it, you can do it. He came in as, a, were you a refugee? I don't know if you're a person that had to leave your country because of a civil war as he has. Look at what you can do with your life today. 
Think about that. And I'm Barbara Gahn-Mueller, and I welcome you again to view this with a friend. Have a conversation about Shab. Have a conversation about your Rotary Club and empower the women and the men to work together and go on Zoom. Have a conversation once you've watched this today. Have a conversation that brings you into the reality of our own personal power. As you look at Shab with his smile, I say, God bless you, Shab. Do you have a last word for today? Well, I think there's an opportunity for everyone to do good in the world. You know, kindness is really in your heart. Just you have to polish it and forget about the hate, the different uh, religion, the different cultures. Human beings, they bleed the same and all hearts full of love. And when you put your energy, positive energy, into what you believe in, you can move the world. Yes, refugees or not, you know, there is an opportunity. And this country is a great country because we are blessed to be able to help others. We are on this side of the equation, you know, not on that side of the equation. But this is an opportunity for us because when we face God one day, we can say, we have done our best to help your creation. And helping them, it helps you because it changed you as a person. I came from a war infected uh, uh, zone. Now I belong to Rotary uh, Action Group for Peace. I belong to Rotary, to the most honorable organization on earth that helps human beings and their suffering. And I was wondering all my life why Rotarians didn't come to, to save us, to save me as a child. We can be anywhere and more existing in the world where we are needed. And I want to thank you, most... Barbara. Yes. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I really appreciate your leadership and really appreciate the time that you take to um, introduce me and you and everyone that do good in the world to each well, other. You know, so thank I you really, again. really, really appreciate those words. And I'm hoping that you will share this with every rotor actor because they will begin to see their power, their inspiration because of you. And I hope that if you know anybody who needs to be inspired as an immigrant, as a refugee, I come from immigrant background. My, my grandparents had to leave Hungary to avoid World War I, and they met on the boat and got married. You know, there's a lot of us out there who wouldn't be here today without the love of our parents. And that's what Shab said. His mother's vision for him propelled her to sell what they had so that she could pay his way to the United States and he could live a life of service. And that's what I got today, Shab. I got from you service above self. You have put yourself out there for those who needed it. And I'm Barbara Gahn-Mueller, and this is peacepodcast.org. And I think our goal here is to bring happiness to the world and to listen to people who have mentored us, people like Shab's mother, people like Shab, who may be the mentor you need. Pay attention because this is your time. God bless you, and may you have a peaceful day. And I say, Keep watching. Shabbos number 89 in our podcast. There's lots of vision there. Thank you for joining us. Bye-bye, Shabbos. Thank you, Thank you and you have a beautiful day. Thank you.